Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are talking about episode two of Downton Abbey. <laughs> do these, do these one, episodes have episode names? Episode two. Do I don't have names? think so. Oh. I do not think so. Really? Oh, that's sad. I it doesn't say. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm not. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go to the IMDb page anymore. Like this is. This is, no. can't happen. Just can't do happen. what it says on Amazon because that's the way we'll find out. Because every time you pause on Amazon, it tells you who's in the scene, and sometimes it's trivia. So it'll definitely not give you any spoilers there. True. True. So, um, I would just like to start off this podcast by playing the intro song to Down Abbey because we get it in this second episode. Oh, we didn't get it in the first one? No, I don't think we did. Oh, okay. Um, and if you if you realize this is where the start is, do you see the back of the dog? That's the very first um, shot of the intro. The, the cute Labrador Retriever. So I'm just going to play it. Right, that's what we're gonna have to listen to for years. Oh man, hopefully I can just <laughs> drown it out. It's really funny these this like this like B roll like theme song we get like with the with the flower petal falling off mm-hmm. of the bouquet of flowers and and I I made a joke about this uh, when I was watching the second episode with my sister and I and the second I saw the scene come up again I like laughed because when. When the theme song first played, and you know that feather duster that goes up towards the chandelier, yes. I thought, I thought, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but it, like when when I like saw it like just really quickly out of the corner of my eye, I thought it was one of those like fake puppeted dog arms, <laughs> like like g- reaching for something, and um. like. Yeah, like a fake does, dog arm. That sounds that's, ex- what I of. that's very specific and very silly. Yes, exactly. Um, and yeah, and then I saw it again, and I I I laughed. I laughed to myself because I, like, <laughs> I was like, I thought that was a dog arm. But yeah, second episode. Um, I like this episode. I know that you wanted to talk about it because it's fun. Yes, yes, it's a it's a lot of fun. We get we get a little bit a better side of Mary, which I'm happy about because I didn't, I didn't want to hate her forever. <laughs> well, yeah. Like I didn't want to be mad at her forever. Um, oh, dog arm. 
Sorry. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm just replaying it. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah, this episode was fun because uh, we got we got the introduction of of baby Dan Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and he's really funny. I like him a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think we kind of touched on this. It, it happened at the very end of the first episode. Um, they got a letter from Lord Grantham, or the Earl of Grantham. Which, whichever, however you say it. Um, and, you know, they didn't, like, tell us what the letter said, but, you know, Dan Stevens was like, was like, oh, what does it say? Or, or like, what is what does Robert want? And she's like, he wants to change our lives forever <laughs> or something. Like, she says yeah. something like that at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now they're moving into, they had to, where were they before? They had to move into a new so house, They were basically. living in Manchester. Ah, that's and... right, that's right. They are upper middle class people. Yes. Yeah. Which is um, uh, definitely, like, not low class, but, like, nothing like what they're living in in Downton. Yeah, like, we kind of hear uh, Dan Stevens' character's name is Matthew. Um, he kind of mentions, you know, we never had, like, a butler or a footman or all that stuff. We kind of just had, like, one maid and one, and one cook. Like, so... Yeah. Definitely not as many people um, in the house with them, and and Matthew also works like he has a job. He's a lawyer. <laughs> He's a lawyer. Yeah. And uh, and his mother keeps busy like she has hobbies and she and she also like kind of had a job of her own like you know mm-hmm. back in the day and she likes to volunteer and do stuff now. So they're they're busybodies and they they have their hobbies. Um, so it's it's really it's it's I guess not humbling, but I I think. I like that they were brought in and, and they were kind of brought up this way because it's just, it's just such a funny, um, it's funny watching them interact with the family because they're just so rich that they don't have to mm-hmm. do anything. They don't have to lift mm-hmm. a finger and then they like meet this other family who like just doesn't get it and they just, they just butt heads the whole time. And I, I, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's great storytelling and it's like really fun because you really side with Matthew and his mother um, as we go, we go along. So yeah, it begins of with them driving up in a car, a uh, really cool car, by the way. I mean, all these like really vintage cars are like amazing. Um, and they're going up to their like little cottage that they're going to be staying in at the, the, I guess it's like on the property, but like down the hill, like a like kind of away from, from the house, like the main house. Yeah, because they're more, like, in town. Like, so, yeah. I mean, how close do you think they are to town? Like, a couple of miles? I mean, I'm less, assuming like, they're yeah less than that? I think they're, like, in town. Yeah, they're in town. But how far is, like, Downton from town? Like, because the... Not because that the, far. Because the footmen and the maids can go into town when they're, like, on their lunch break or something. Yeah, and, so, like, I, less seems like, like a mile. Yeah. yeah. Like, less than a mile, probably, right? <laughs> I, I would assume so, but then you just see all the, the lake or acres of land, like, around True. this house. Yeah. You just they assume to, that it's like, huge. Walk probably a good 20 minutes to get to town. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, so they meet Mosley, who's uh, their butler and footman person. And, he, and already Matthew was very like, oh, no, I don't even know how to act around this person. Yeah, he's, like, uncomfortable. He, like, I, I guess this house is is fancier than what they had before or something. Or, you know, it's just, 
I don't know, mm-hmm. it's different, and he's just kind of trying to, kind of trying to figure things out, and he's just not really, he's not having it. <laughs> he's just kind of frustrated and uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we we also get a little bit of um, Lord and Lady Crawley in the, in the main Downton Abbey house talking about how um, Matthew has never actually been to Downton Abbey. He's never, like, been invited there because he's quite a distant cousin of Robert's. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, like, Patrick, who was supposed to inherit the house, like, kind of grew up there. Like, he, like, totally knew that he was the one who was supposed to inherit the house, and therefore he spent a lot of time there, where Matthew did not expect to be the one who was going to be inheriting Downton Abbey. No. And uh, and he probably would have been happier without it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he seemed content where he was. He does not yeah. seem happy at his current proposition. Yeah. It's very cute because we get this, like, intro of the, the maid and, and Milton now in their little house, and um, you know, they're just talking, sorry, Mosley, not Milton. What am I talking about? He just looks like a Milton. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure someone who looks like a Mosley also looks like a Milton. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, um, but, and then we meet his mother. She's really sweet and just kind of, you know, letting letting everyone do what they want for them. Um, and because, you know, uh, Mosley comes in and he's like, oh, you guys want some tea? And she's like, oh, that'd be great. And, and Matthew's just like, heh. Like yeah. sure, like yeah, or just like, whatever. I can get, I can get it myself, myself, you know. Yeah, yeah. basically, <laughs> everything he says. Um, but did you recognize the mother of Matthew? Is she is she from Pride and Prejudice? Yeah, she is. She's is she Lady Lady Gar- Gardner or something? Yeah, or, she's uh, she's Aunt Gardner. She's the Aunt she's Gardner. The aunt. Yeah. yeah, the one the one who the one uh, where they go see Mister Darcy's house together. Yes, that is it one. a true likeness? Yes. It's a true likeness, Lizzie. <laughs> I I love it. I love this lady. She's so funny. She's like, I love her in Pride and Prejudice, and she's very similar character in this in this show. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. oh, so we got to a great part. Oh my gosh, I love mm-hmm. this part. So, yeah. um, so Matthew's kind of like trash talking the house, just being like, "This is all too frivolous. We don't need any of this. I'm yes. a minimalist." And, yes. uh, And. And Mary, should, should I play this? Yes, part? please. Do you I'll have just it? play the whole scene because it's it's really funny. Like just him yeah. discussing. So they just walked into their new house, and I love this outfit that Mary is wearing. Like, just I want it. <laughs> you can totally describe it when she walks in. Oh, yes, please. Right now, why? Because we do not need a butler or a valet if it comes to that. We've always managed perfectly well with a cook and a maid, and they cannot expect us what to alter What they expect, our Matthew, own. is that we won't know how to behave, so if you don't mind, I would rather not confirm their expectations. I have to be myself, Mother. It would be no use to anyone if I can't be myself. And before they or you get any ideas, I will choose my own wife. What on earth do you mean? Well, they're clearly going to push one of the daughters at me. They'll have fixed on that when they heard I was a bachelor. Lady Mary Crawley. <laughs> she walks right in. I do hope I'm not interrupting. Lady Mary, cousin Mary, please. Mama has sent me down to welcome you and to ask you to dine with us tonight. Unless you're too tired. We would be delighted. Good. Come at eight. Won't you stay and have some tea? Oh, no. You're far too busy. And I wouldn't want to push in. (laughs) 
so good. I love it. It's one of those classic um, many, many times in the episode where somebody uh, interrupts somebody else while they're, they're talking and they walk in on them. So this is the first time in this episode I will count as we are going through it. Yes, please keep a count. We need counts of this. Because um, it's just so many times. So this outfit that Mary is wearing is just amazing. She's wearing like... Um, Oh, it's it's that type of jewelry I I loved, um, where it was like the silhouette, the silhouette um jewelry. Looks yes, like she has cameos. Like, yes, cameos. Oh, I love that jewelry. Um, and that jewelry style. And so she's got these really cute cameo earrings on, a awesome top hat with like a veil attached to it uh, that she can kind of like put over her eyes of like a fishnet type of material. And she's wearing this great like just riding outfit because she she came over here on a horse, and so she has this like beautifully tapered like kind of gray brown kind of like I don't want to say khaki but just like yeah. a beautiful like muted muted brown um collared like uh, coat that just like fits perfectly over her full skirt <sighs> yeah and then she it. goes to sit on the on the horse and she like lays out her skirt on the side it's beautiful Yes, she does. I love and, it uh, as well, honestly. And Matthew is immediately enamored. <laughs> like, immediately. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, Look um, at her. He's like, I wouldn't mind if they pushed you on me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so ridiculous. Basically, what's going through his mind. Yeah, I mean, he sees her and he's like, I don't think you expect her to be so pretty. So, um, And then we finally get to see everybody who's having their morning breakfast, the, the downstairs people, the maids and the butlers and... Um, no one is mentioning how, um, Bates is still there, which is kind of strange. Like, I thought maybe they would, like, discuss it, but, um... I mean, they kind of like to do stuff behind his back, so I don't know if they would just be that upfront to his face, like, oh, I thought you were fired. And it's like, oh, how would you know that? I don't You're know, Brian, bitch dicks. one and bitch two would definitely do that to him. Like, I don't well, know. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Yeah. But they're just having, like, you know, their breakfast, and Daisy's just enamored with Thomas, and he's showing her something in the newspaper. Um, William is around. I don't know. It's cute. It's like, we get their little, like, morning rituals, like, after the craziness of the morning, which is nice. Yeah, and I think we hear that Daisy gets to be, like, Daisy's gonna go work um, in the house with Matthew and his mom, right? Like, she's gonna kind of go be there. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that they wanted to have something um, together. Yeah, Daisy's being called by Mrs. Patmore. I'm just kind of trying to, to go through. Okay, now it's nighttime. And they're going to have dinner with um, the new relatives that have arrived. So Matthew and his mom, Isabel. And it's kind of crazy because, like, they have never really met this person. The only person that's met them is, is Mary. Um. And yeah, and she already like, has, like, a bad a bad judgment of them already, basically, because she thinks that he's just, like, a snooty person when I think there's just a lot of miscommunication. I mean, he just isn't used to all this uh, frilly stuff, and uh, and uh, they, just need to, they just need to get to know each other. Yeah, and there's that other, like, really weird focus situation yeah, gosh, going it's on. It's, like, on Blurred one side of the, on the screen. Of the like, screen. what the It's heck? very odd. Oh. Yeah. It's off-putting. It's, yeah, it's off-putting. But we've it's got some really... beautiful dresses by everyone. Uh, beautiful yeah. embroidery. They're wearing black again. Well, not, well, not entirely. The, the girls have kind of 
Yeah, no. Sybil's wearing like a light, very light pale lavender. Um, Mary's wearing like a nice, like green, like an olive green. And I think Edith's wearing like a cream. Also green, I guess. Yeah, I think Sybil's wearing more of like a bluish color, Is it not blue? a lavender. Okay, I just, I saw it for like a second. <laughs> yeah, but they're gorgeous. I really want to make those dresses. <laughs> Yeah, these dresses are nice. I love how some of it is just, like, sheer, like, especially on the sleeves. And then mm-hmm. just, like, all the embroidery. Uh, so yeah. pretty. I love these. Yeah. It almost feels kind of, like, very uh, very 20s flapper-esque. Because I feel like flappers had, like, a lot of those, like, transparent parts, too. And, like, almost. Uh, almost they'll they'll yeah. get there. It's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we're getting introduced. To, they're just getting introduced, and... Uh, I thought it was cute when, um, uh, what's your name, Isabel comes up to, to the Duchess, I mean, um, what's her name, the older one, played by, uh, Violet, Violet, (laughs) yes, Violet, she goes up to her, and she's like, what should we call each other, and she's like, well, we could start (laughs) with Lady Grantham, like, Lady Crawley, it's just, it's really silly. She's yeah, like, like I, I, she wanted her to be more more informal with her, but she wasn't gonna be. Yeah, which I mean, what can you expect from from Violet? I'm sure she, uh, pretty sure she, she, her grandchildren will be will be calling her a lady, Lady Crawley, or Lady. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, we we get a lot of like snooty looks by from Carson too, which is really funny. Like, it's just like everybody is very there's a lot of reaction shots in this show where we get to see what people really think of each other by the way that they react to things, you know? Well, oh yeah, because Crawley, Crawley sees like that um, rip in in a William's jacket, mm-hmm. which he like chews him out for later. Like, <laughs> and well, yeah, that so, as well, yeah. So he sees that, and then yeah, we have Thomas bringing over the the plate to Matthew, and he's like, He's like, I will lower this next to you and you will choose the piece you want. And then Matthew's like, <laughs> Matthew's like, I got it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Like, they're just being so douchey. <laughs> they really are. Um, yeah. I can't remember what they talk about. Do they talk about, At like, dinner, they talk about the hospital. So they're discussing the fact that, like, Isabel really wants to to volunteer at the hospital, which is, you were talking about earlier. So then they're just kind of discussing who, who funds it and um, turns out that um, you know, the, the mother is the one who, the, the, you know, Maggie Smith is the one who runs, like, she's the president of the hospital, even though she yeah. really doesn't have anything to do with the hospital at all. Um, but, you know, it's like the title. Yeah. And uh, I, I kind of have, what is it? I oh, should play a little bit of what Mary and, and Matthew are talking about, because I think it's, it's pretty snooty. Is this where she brings up the hunting, or is that, or is that the next time they have dinner? They have dinner a couple times, right? They do. Yeah, okay. that's the next time I think. Okay. Um, but it also will have like a little bit of like there's like the best line in in all of Downton Abbey said by Violet Crawley, um, Maggie Smith. Like it is, it is just the best. She is like. This this is the most iconic line ever spoken oh, by her. Oh, is this the, okay? I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna play it. Yes, she says yeah. it. I think at this time, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, she does. Okay, here we go. Here we go. 
Yeah, because this is where Matthew's talking about his job. Yes. Okay, here we go. They need someone who understands industrial law, I'm glad to say, although I'm afraid most of it will be wills and conveyancing. You do know I mean to involve you in the running of the estate. Oh, don't worry. There are plenty of hours in the day. And, of course, I'll have the weekend. We'll discuss this later. We mustn't bore the ladies. What, what is a weekend? <laughs> what is a weekend? <laughs> the most iconic line. Like, like honestly. I know. And I, I remember laughing so hard when she said that because I was like, do you... Do they not know what a weekend is? <laughs> oh my god! And then she says it later. She goes like, "That was the that was the weirdest conversation at dinner. We're talking about jobs and weekends and yeah, <laughs> what is this?" Um, and yeah. so we have like similar stuff. So of course, as as all this is being said upstairs, we have uh, the the footman and the and. The, you know, the people serving the food, bringing down the info from what's happening at dinner because, uh, bringing them down to the people downstairs. And they're just like talking about him having a job. And they're just like, Daisy's like, why can't he have a job? And everyone's like, because gentlemen don't have jobs, you silly girl. And like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, they're They're, so judgy. Mosley because like Mosley likes not going to have anything to do because like, well, yeah, and I start feeling bad for Mosley because, you know, yeah. he just, he, f- he starts feeling so useless because Matthew won't let him do anything. Yeah, and towards the end that changes, though. Yeah, I mean... it changes when, you know, he kind of gets a, when him and, when him and uh, Lord, Lord Grantham have a nice little conversation, um, which I think was necessary to have. Because um, he's just, because right now he's just so reluctant to let anyone do anything for him. Yeah. So all the ladies are retiring to the to the drawing room, I guess. I don't know what they're doing. I um, mean, that's that's usually that's usually what's said. Let's retire to the drawing room. <laughs> yes, yeah, like after dinner. Um, again, we've had these very quick conversations. I mean, there's always just like these. They're they're just really small scenes. They're just like really tiny little conversations. Where and then Carson gets on William about his um his ripped scene. He gets so, on William about his about his coat, and he gets on Thomas by because he said old old lady or something, and he he was referring to mm, Violet, and Carson mm-hmm. overheard him. Yeah, again, he, so overheard number behind, two. Yeah, yes. came up behind him, and he's like he's like, I'm assuming by old lady you mean the Dowager Countess, and Thomas is like uh uh um, and he's like yeah I fucking heard you Thomas, <laughs> just like. <laughs> And he's just yeah. like, you will have respect for the family of the household. Like, it's just... And then and then now here he is, is him chewing out. Chewing out everybody. Everyone's in trouble. I, I do want to play this little scene after Carson walks away. I, you have to hear what they have to say. It's really cute. Okay, yeah. I'll do it. And cheer up. We've all had a smack from Mr. Carson. You'll be the butler yourself one day. And you'll do the smacking. Could never be like him. I bet he comes from a line of butlers that goes back to the Conqueror. He learned his business and sold you. Even Mr. Carson wasn't born standing to attention. Well, not for his mother's sake. So that was cute because then we get a li- we get a little bit we get to know Carson a little bit more in this in this episode. Uh, yeah, we learn we learn a lot about Carson in this episode, <laughs> and we will get to that. But it's nice we kind of we kind of get to know about William now too, because uh, he was kind of off in the shadows in the first episode. Um, yeah, and you now we kind of we kind of get to know that he's like he's a little sensitive. He doesn't like 
He doesn't like to let people down. He's a yeah. I really love him. He's he's, so a, cute. he's a good little bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cute. He's way better than than Thomas. Oh gosh, Thomas! I hope he gets what's coming to him. Then we see that like Carson is doing some kind of sus something in the city. He gets like a telegram, and uh, then Bates sees him go do something sus. And then, oh, yeah, and um, then Anna sees him doing something sus. There's a lot later. of s- a lot of sus happening. Yeah. Um, then um, uh, I keep having to look at their names. There's so many people. Isabel Crawley. Um, oh yeah, goes to check mother. out the the hospital. Yes, and they have a conversation. She has a conversation with a doctor about um, th- this patient who's got this like swollen heart thing going on. Um, and that she kind of thinks like, oh, you know, maybe we could, we could fix this guy. Cause he's a young man with a family and he needs to take care of his family. And it's like, you know, without him, they'll just be destitute, you know? Um, yeah. And she kind of has some experience. She was a nurse in the war and her husband, um, was a doctor and she, I guess, uh, um, witnessed a lot of his procedures and kind of his tactics. And so she has some information to share. And I guess it's a fairly new procedure that she kind of uh, suggests, um, mm-hmm. which, which is just, I guess, draining the heart of its fluids and then injecting it with adrenaline. adrenaline. Yeah, to like pump it back up again. Yeah, because this guy, uh, this guy's not doing well. He's like coughing no. up blood. His Scary. legs are swollen. Oh no! And just like oozing stuff. Like it's bad. It's, it's bad. not good. It's it not is good. bad. And yeah. so when she when she kind of like brings up this procedure, you know, the doctor's like, oh, well, that, that hasn't been practiced here very often. I would just wouldn't be comfortable doing that. And she's like, well, I mean, I could help. I was a nurse and I did this and this would this could help him. I mean, it, he's just going to die if you leave him with what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, oh, and this is where we kind of start learning about um, Mosley. Bates comes by. Uh, oh, because we learned that Thomas had tried to get the the um footman job mm, for the house yes, yes uh, that's right because he was oh what was it oh thomas was like making fun of mosley for taking it but then bates mm. was like oh really you're making fun of mosley who took it when i heard that you also applied for this and then thomas uh-huh. is like i was just hoping what? you would get me away from you yeah it's just they're so <laughs> such a dick <laughs> yeah there's all these little like quips and stuff yeah, um, so Mosley's kind of venting to Bates. He's just like, you know, he clo- he he dresses himself. He picks out his own outfits. He puts his own clothes away. I just like stand here and watch like a fool. Yeah, I feel I bad mean, for him. He's like, poor guy. He just he just wants to he just wants to dress a naked man. Like just just let him do it. <laughs> just let him dress you naked man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ugh. Um, and let and let him put on your cufflinks for you. Like, come on, this is just this is what this man does. Then we have that scene with you were you were talking about how um, the the Dowager Countess was complaining about the weekends and the jobs and stuff. Very yeah. short conversation. I mean, it's just like so many little tiny little conversations. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, and then we have uh, we have Gwen. She's opening her little her little letter. Yes, she has and, a, uh, a an admirer. She like something's going on with her. Yeah, she, because uh, in a previous scene, we saw that she got a package, and I guess this is her opening it. And uh, that's when Anna's like, what's that? And she's like, oh, just an admirer. 
And uh, this is kind of when they start talking about, you know, how are we supposed to meet guys if we never get to talk to guys or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, where are we supposed to find husbands? Like, yeah, good point, girl. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And then I think, okay, so now word's kind of going around that, you know, one of the girls needs to marry Matthew or something. And yeah. I think, and I think obviously Mary. it's Mary. Yeah, um, the oldest one. They're like, this is going to have to happen, right? Yeah. But and, we'll uh, see. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's the next day because those girls were going to sleep and now it's the next day. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, I mean, day. that makes sense. It really bounces around. Yeah. Um, so it looks like Violet and um, Cora were visiting uh, Isabel. Isabel and William. Yes, and William, William, uh, or Isabella Matthew. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew. Oh, yeah. And this is where he serves his own tea. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, just uh, so sad. Their conversations are definitely quick, like into the point, but they're like still very veiled with the like um, niceties, you know. Yeah, and I mean, and at least at least he took a little pastry from his. From his little, uh, his little uh, cake holder that he was <laughs> that he was carrying. So you know, I, uh, Mosley's doing his that? best. He's doing his best. Those like the ones we had at afternoon tea. The the multi like, Oh my gosh! What cake I, thing? I just I just look back and oh, this is where Anna sees the sus. She sees the sus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this, this is yeah. this is like going yeah. through as we're talking. But yes, I yeah. think about our afternoon tea. Our very fancy afternoon tea all the time. Yeah, I, oh my I gosh. rewatched all of those things again, and it was just like the, the photos and just how much fun we had. <laughs> it was just like so great. <laughs> it was such a fun trip. Oh man. Yeah, I know. <sighs> um, and then, uh, yeah. So then, then basically, uh, Carson is like taking apples from the pantry, and he didn't expect that. Anna would be there when she saw him. Yeah, and Anna just, like, doesn't really know what to think. She kind of just says, like, you know, can I help you? Because, you know, she trusts Carson. She knows that he wouldn't do anything to, like, hurt the family intentionally. Yeah, Um, taking a couple apples is okay. Yeah, and so she just kind of, she kind of lets it go. Um, Carson gets a little paranoid later, which is pretty funny. Like, uh... She's like, what? What did she say? <laughs> yeah, I think Mrs. Hughes is like, oh, Anna mentioned to me something earlier, and he was like, what did she say? And she's like, oh, that, like, Thomas was bullying Bates or something. Like, I don't know. It was like, it was like something, something else. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but he's just, like, super paranoid. Yeah, he gets a little bit paranoid. Um, um, and Isabel proves that she is a good nurse, and that she's not just, uh, like, a person who would faint at the sight of blood, and the doctor is starting to respect her for that, which is good. Yeah, but I, I think she's pressing the adrenaline thing because he, he kind of brushed it off before and she's kind of pushing it now. And he's just like, he's like, I'm pretty sure that Violet won't let us do this. Like, yeah, she mean, just, like, I, yeah. I don't have any say here. Um, and so she's kind of just mad that, you know, he's not taking her advice when she does have experience. And, you know, this could potentially save this man's life. Yeah, it's true. Um, oh, oh, then we have another, uh, situation where somebody oh. is being overheard, so I'm oh, gonna, oh, oh. I'm gonna play it, 
because yeah, I it, think it, it. I love this part. It's a, it's a good one. Yeah, I was like, oh damn! I thought for sure O'Brien was gonna be fired after this. I have standards. I've just seen something ever so odd. And if anyone thinks I'm going to pull my forelock and curtsy to this Mr. Nobody from nowhere, O'Brien. Ooh. We're discussing Mr. Crawley. Cora heard her. Yes, my lady. Is it your place to do so? I've got my opinions, my lady, same as anybody. Can I help your ladyship? This is the button we're missing from my new evening coat. I found it lying on the gravel. But I was shocked at the talk I heard as I came in. Mr. Crawley is his lordship's cousin and heir. You will, therefore, please, accord him the respect he's entitled to. But you don't like him yourself, my lady. You never wanted him to go sailing perilously close to the window, Brian. If we're to be friends, you will not speak in that way again about the Crawleys or any member of Lord Grantham's family. Now I'm going up to rest. Wake me at the dressing gong. Oh, so that was the third time somebody walked in on something being said in this episode. Oh, yeah. And this is where we kind of get into the discussion. I think it happens right after this, but, you know... O'Brien thinks that, you know, their um, their privacy was broken. Like, again, they kind of mm-hmm. take territory to their places that they're allowed to go in the house. And yeah. I think her and Thomas obviously agree that they should be able to talk about whatever they want down here because it's not it's not upstairs in front of anyone. Um, and it's just and it's it's their business. It's their opinion. It's their it's their safe space. Um, but technically, I think your only safe space is your room. And yeah, maybe. E- and even yeah. then, it, and even that is questionable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. might not even necessarily be safe. Um, but I really like Cora in this episode. She really lays down the law to a couple people. I think she mm-hmm. also like tells off Mary at some point, which I think Mary kind of needed um, oh, yeah. in a bit. Uh, so that's so I really like I really like Cora in this episode. She's uh she's growing on me. I mean, she was fine in the first episode, but like we're just getting more out of her, and she's yeah. a, she's a stern lady. She is. I mean, I would be pretty scared of her. Yeah, exactly. Then we get Matthew kind of shading Mosley again, not letting him put his tough cufflinks on and his jacket on and whatever, and then he kind of says something super mean, and I gotta play it. It's <laughs> okay. It's, it's bad. <laughs> my cufflinks. I thought these would make a change. My usual ones. I know I'm a disappointment to you, Mosley. But it's no good. I'll never get used to being dressed like a doll. I'm only trying to help, so Of course. And if I've offended you, I apologize. Surely you have better things to do. This is my job, so Well, it seems a very silly occupation for a grown man. Look, I'm sorry if I'm... I'm sorry. Ugh, dude. Harsh. It just, he was not thinking. And like, and this man, this is the, this is the career that this man chose. And, and it is needed. I mean, think about all the great houses are around the world and have, and have people who, who choose to do this as their occupation. Like there is, it's almost like knocking people who are waitresses or are retail people or are mm-hmm. even like deliverers um 
of food or even just a takeout, like a drive-thru stuff. Like, people... Yeah, yeah. The world runs on all kinds of jobs, and you cannot think less of anyone for the type of the type of occupation they choose to take. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. And so everyone I think is he, needed. He realizes it, I think. Like he starts to kind of like realize that maybe that was a bad thing to say. Um and it was. Like that was not cool. Like I would that was so mean to say somebody, you know? Yeah. And I think he just he just definitely didn't he was not thinking before he said it. He just blurted it out. I mean, and that's where like that's where Mary's kind of right, where he is kind of, like, stuck up. Like, I mean, he's not, he's not stuck up to where, it's weird. He's in a space where he thinks he's better than some people, but he doesn't think he's good enough to, to be around the Crawley family. So he's, yeah. like, kind of stuck in this weird situation where yeah. it's, like, he, he wants to think highly of himself and what he's done for himself, which is great, and that he's so independent, but he just kind of gets a big head sometimes and just doesn't think and then, and then hurts, hurts Poor little feelings, like, mostly. Yeah, mostly doesn't deserve it. No, never did. Never so did. So then all the, all the girls are talking about William and, and whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, we don't think he's, he's You really want to call him William. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Matthew. I don't know why I keep wanting to call, to call him Matthew. And, Again, uh, anyone who looks like a Matthew probably looks like a William. <laughs> I know, let's be honest. William is the, William is the footman. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm really fucking up. Um, no, you're good, and then, man, you're good. for some reason, Edith sees that Mary has a, has a, uh, some correspondence, letters correspondence with somebody. Yeah, uh, like, in, this in this book. Because Edith is just out to get Mary. <laughs> like, she hates <laughs> Mary so much. Yeah. And so she yeah. reads this, and, and of course I'm like, oh, is she writing, is she writing a friend, Evelyn? They, they sound nice. And then later we find out that it's, it's not, it's not her friend, her girlfriend Evelyn. No, it's a man. It's her. It's her. Uh, it's her man toy, Evelyn. Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, oh, oh, is... we have we have Cora coming in. Oh, yeah, see, so this oh, is oh, what oh, I was gonna say. The another. Okay, okay. Um, okay I'm gonna play I, this. I'll just play it. Do you want to <laughs> play it or? I'll... Yeah, I'll, I'll play it. Okay, you play it. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, she just said, glad to catch you alone, if she said it or not. I don't know. You've driven the others away. No, perhaps I have. Pretty. The point is, my dear, I don't want you, any of you, to feel you have to dislike Matthew. You dislike the idea of him. That was before he came. Now he's here. I don't see any future in it. Not the way things are. I don't believe a woman can be forced to give away all her money to a distant cousin of her husband's. Not in the 20th century. It's too ludicrous for words. It's not as simple as that. The money isn't mine anymore. It forms a part of the estate. Even so, when a judge hears... For once in your life, will you please just listen? Damn. I believe there's an answer which would secure your future and give you a position. You can't be serious. Just think about it. I don't have to think about it. Marry a man who can barely hold his knife like a gentleman. <laughs> oh, you exaggerate. You're American. You don't understand these things. Have you Ooh. mentioned this to Granny? Did she laugh? Where would she? It was her idea. Ooh. Ooh, Mary. So I was going to say before this, right before 
she walked in on them and overheard them talking about something. So that's the fourth time that that's happened in this episode. Oh, good. Good. I, I was... You're good. You're good at keeping track of this. Yeah, this is. It's been 22 minutes, and this is the fourth time this has happened in this episode so far. Oh man, we still have we still have another 26 minutes of this of this episode. Yeah, she goes like she's like doesn't mean we have to dine with them. And she goes doesn't mean we have to dine with who? Like she just fucking walked in on that line. Like come on, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah but that so was a stern see. talking to to, to Mary. <clears throat> So I think at, uh, at, we're all at dinner now, and, uh, um, it's a this little tense. This is the tense. hunting one, right? This is the... Yeah. It gets a little tense between, between Mary and Matthew, because now <laughs> Matthew. she's kind of, she's like, just been told that she needs to try and like this guy, and she's just like, I hate him. Um, but I think right before they have their, uh, their hunting talk, uh, I think Is- Isabel's talking about the, the hospital, and that's kind of where... Violet kind of gets involved and she's just like this lady isn't going to be making you know any huge decisions without without my say and uh and he just doesn't want her she just doesn't want her to be able to have any say at the hospital definitely um, yeah <clears throat> and uh yeah we get to the hunting part I kind of want to get to the get to the, to the story yeah the story part yeah if you want to play that go ahead because it's it's great I love the parallel I think it's Really smart writing. Let me see. Okay, he says books. Okay, probably am. Okay, here we go. I think this is it. Um, I have the subtitles on so I can yeah. follow along this. So I think this is it. Because, yeah, they just talk about hunting. I don't know. Yeah, she's like among our kind of people. Tell me that's rather unhealthy. Not unhealthy. So he's more into books it's than unusual. sports. Among our kind of people. Oh. oh. Mary. I know. And there's a little scene with them. Oh, oh. Carson <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Anna earlier. Why? Why? What's she been saying? <laughs> what did Anna say? <laughs> Only that she thinks Thomas is bullying William. There we go. I was close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she may have a point. Keep an eye out. Carson's like, oh my god. The salt or whatever. I've been studying the story of Andromeda. Do you know it? Why? Her father was King Cepheus, whose country was being ravaged by storms. And in the end, he decided the only way to appease the gods was to sacrifice his eldest daughter to a hideous sea monster. So they chained her <laughs> naked to a rock. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. Really? Mary, we're all need our spinning swords in a minute. <laughs> I love her. But the sea monster didn't get her, did he? No. Just when it seemed he was the only solution to her father's problems, she was rescued. By Perseus. That's right. Perseus. Son of a god. Rather more fitting, wouldn't you say? Mm. That depends. I'd have to know more about the princess and the sea monster in question. So tense. So that was like definitely a jab at him, and I love, and I love all the side eyes from uh from Lord Grantham. Uh, he's just <laughs> he's like Mary. What are you getting at? <laughs> just just like just like oh my god, like stop. Oh, and this it. is a really cute scene too. So while they're eating, um the the maids and the footmen have have a second to 
you know, relax and they start dancing. Yeah, and, and of uh, course, like, Thomas is dancing with Daisy and, you know, she loves it. Like, he's, like, right close to her and she's got the hugest crush on him. It's so clear. Yeah, that's kind of a cute, um... It's kind of a cute back and forth with him and Bates. Like, he talks about the, the dance, the grizzly. Yeah, um, it's cute. And and Bates is like, what? You know that. And then Thomas is like, of course I do. And they're all just, like, having a little fun time. And mm-hmm. they seem to be getting along. Thomas doesn't seem like such an asshole right here. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> I was like, he's not always an asshole. Yeah. Um, and then... What is, what is Miss... What is Miss uh, Pat? What's her? What's her name? Mrs. Patmore. Patmore. She's like, um, you don't want to have to fuck up your feet or your knees because you gotta work, girl. Oh, she had to go to sleep. I think she's just like, yeah, like stop playing around, like go to sleep and like, you know, she treats her like a child. Yeah, she's just treating like a like a baby, and then Daisy's like, like, oh, thanks for the dance, it was lovely, and then yeah, she like has to leave. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and then we kind of had this little, like, side conversation between uh, Matthew and Violet. She, he kind of, yeah. like, he kind of, like, says, he mentions that, you know, he's not really interested in all this. And Violet's like, so would you be opposed to changing the entail in Mary's favor? And he's like, he's like, no, probably not. Like, I wouldn't go against that. Yeah. Um, so we maybe, maybe I, something will happen. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what, like, she wanted to hear out of him because, like... If they change the entail to Mary's favor, that means that Mary gets all the money regardless, right? Yeah. Yeah. So well, but, like then, he... but, but then won't the Earl title then be gone or something? So Yeah, I mean... something like that. Like, And he's like, I don't have a problem with that. Like, why would he have a problem with that, you know? It's like... Yeah, he doesn't it's... quite understand the whole situation, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He just, I mean, he's just been offered this house that he doesn't really want, and that's, that's all he knows, it seems. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, then, you know, we just have, like, Carson and, uh, um, Mrs. What's her name? I don't... Hughes. Hughes. Yes, um, Mrs. Hughes. Yeah, he's, like, talking about scuffs and scratches on things, and she's like, you can't even see it. I think he's just, he's just keeping busy, because he's, he's waiting for someone to find, to, to find him out. Um, yeah. About his, his little suspicious act. We have this kind of cute little conversation between O'Brien and Thomas where Thomas is fixing a clock and he's like bitch why does Carson bitch number two yes yes um O'Brien's like why why does Carson let you tinker with it and he's like oh because my dad was a was a clock maker yeah yeah it's just cute and they're just talking about like her relationship with Lady Crawley and it's just like you know it's interesting because like she doesn't want to get on her bad side obviously but she can't help herself. Like, she has so many opinions, she has to say them. <laughs> yeah. And, oh yeah, and I think Thomas brings up, like, you know, would you would you ever leave? And she's just like, I, I, like, I can't risk her giving me a bad, um, bad recommendation or something. Or, like, a bad, um, what's it called? Like, a reference. Yeah. A bad reference. Yeah, a bad reference, um, yeah. Yeah. Because she could definitely keep her from getting a job anywhere else if, uh, totally. if she pisses her off. Yeah, and she already pissed her off earlier, as, you know, in the third time that she interrupted somebody in this episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Um, and then um, uh, the Dowager Countess tells the doctor that he doesn't, she doesn't want him to do anything that um, Isabel recommends, because she's just a nurse and she doesn't know anything, and that she should just do whatever she says to do instead. 
Yeah, and he also tells her to basically ban her from the hospital. Like, he's like, you, you cannot allow her to come in ever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, and then we have this cute little conversation. We yeah. might want to play this. I, yeah, uh, I was going to say, I think we should play this this as well. Yeah, so they're out, uh, they're out, looks like they're just surveying the land or painting or hunting. Matthew or... and Robert, I think they're just doing some kind of survey. I don't think they're hunting. Okay, they're just like hanging out. Okay. They're just, they're just, they're just like hanging out with the dog. They're just, they're just Which I don't the dog. know the dog's name yet. <laughs> I don't know the dog's name. It's probably like, it's probably something crazy like Sir Wellington or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bet it's like Bennett or something. <laughs> Bennett yeah. or, uh, or, I don't know, Duke. <laughs> Duke, yes, Bulger. I don't know, something like that. Bulger? What kind of <laughs> dog name is that? I don't know, Emily. I don't know what these people were thinking of at the beginning of the, the 20th century. Oh, man. I'm going to look up a list of those popular dog names. From... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get this little conversation going. Rascal? Probably rascal. Rascal? <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, all right, here we go. You do not love the place yet. Well, obviously. It's... No, you don't love it. You see a million bricks that may crumble, a thousand gutters and pipes that may block and leak, and stone that will crack in the frost. Are you done? I see my life's work. Is it ever in danger? <laughs> Many times. My dear papa thought the balloon would go up in the 1880s. What saved it? Cora. Well, I thought we were going to talk about Mosley, but I, I guess that's another time. Um, I found a list of the top <laughs> ten dog names in the okay. early 1900s, all right? All right, lay them on me. This, this dog needs a name right now. Here we go. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say all ten of them. Okay, so we we could choose from this. Yeah. So, Duke. <laughs> oh, I said Duke. Okay, okay. Jip. Oh, okay. Jack. Okay. Bob. Ship. <laughs> Sport. <laughs> Dick. Brownie. Jim. And Prince. <laughs> Could you imagine having a dog named Jim? Jim? Like J-I-M. Jim, Jim. yeah. Oh goodness. Um, let's see. I like I like either Duke or Ship. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shep's cute. Okay, we can call him Shep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. Oh man. Jim um, and Bob, my goodness. I know, Jim and Bob and Dick? Like, you name your <laughs> dogs this? Oh. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right, and then we got Bates. Uh, looks like he and went Anna. out and did something, and Anna's here, like, polishing a shoe or something. Yeah, you know, she whatever just, she like, does. She, yeah, she, you know, whatever. Bates um, is carrying, like, like, a very bright red jacket. Like, whose jacket is that? Yeah, is it is this his jacket or that's too bright? That's, that's that's a really red jacket. Oh no, he's fixing something. I think he's mending it. I think it's yeah. the 
I bet it's Robert's jacket or something. He's sticking something in it. Yeah, he stuck like a. T- oh, okay. And this is when I'll, when this is when the shit goes down. Um, so the everyone went to town, and <laughs> oh, yeah. and the yeah. only people there, um, are Bates and Anna. Anna, yeah. And Anna's not allowed to answer doors, and Bates. I will have to because he's he's a valet and he's allowed to be seen. So he's yeah. got so to yeah. go upstairs and answer this door. Um, no one else is really at the house, not even the family. Um, and you got this guy in a very like skeezy, skeezy smug yeah. face. Yeah. Um, With a very high mustache from his lip. Very high. And just like a very odd color. Like it matches his hat. Like yeah, it's just, it's, but not, but weird. not the top of his head. No. Like, it's just... Or his eyebrows. It does not match his eyebrows, like, at all. Yeah, I mean, um, he's a redhead, so I think that's why it's still there. But he definitely is very skeezy. He's wearing, like, a tweed a tweed suit, and he basically, like, forces himself into the house. Like, he doesn't even... He, he doesn't really, like, follow any rules. He just kind of waltzes right in, and, and Bates can't do anything about it. Obviously, he can't use force on this man. So, but oh. he's, you know... It's, yeah, it's it's not cool. Like he's being really like forceful. He's being really pushy, and uh, yeah, he's taking advantage of Bates. Basically, um, I wanted to bring up so when when Matthew kept being really mean to Mosley, uh, yeah, uh, Kimmy was of course watching this with me, and we had like a running joke of like every time Matthew would make his tie, I, I would like yell at the screen, "Let Mosley fix it. It looks dumb." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. So that and happened. honestly, okay, so- like, Dan Stevens is pretty chubby in this. Like, he, he's a baby. He's a he's baby. A, he's a babe. But now he's, like, too skinny. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, uh, I think he's fine. He's fine the way he is. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. He looks different. Yeah, he does. Uh, I can't remember what it was that I'd seen him in. Uh, before, after this. Wasn't there something, wasn't there something I watched with Dan Stevens in it? I mean, he's a pretty popular actor now. I know, but, oh. I, I, I mean, you, you either told me about him or, or we watched something together that he was in. Um, I, I haven't seen too much stuff. Well, he's he's in Beauty and the Beast. (gasps) Oh my God, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) He's the Beast. Yeah, he's the beast. Yeah, he's got oh, that great song. Oh shit! Yeah, he yeah. does, and uh, and that amazing growl. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh the yeah. The end. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So this guy like basically forces himself into the house, and he's like, he's like, I need to talk to the Lord Grantham, and Bates is like. It's like, okay, how about you just come wait, like, over here? And he's like, no, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to hide me away so that you can, you can kick me out. And, uh, and Anna's like, okay, I'll go get everyone. And so she, like, runs out of the house. And, uh, Sybil's here, and she kind of just hangs out and kind of like, what's happening? And, um, like, everyone's very concerned. Like, just any time anything different happens in this house. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 if a fly gets in. Or like yeah. a curtain is like not fully shut. People it's are a like disaster. People are like, like what's sound happening? The alarms. What's Red wrong? Alarm. Yes. Red, yeah. Red alert um, everything. Yeah. So Carson luckily is not very far away because this poor girl would have had to run like twenty miles to the 
to the town. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, just not that far. A quarter of a mile away. Probably a quarter of a mile. And, uh, and right as this is happening, um, Lord Grantham comes in from his little survey. Or no, never mind. This is later. He's back in a in a suit. What? <laughs> oh, I don't know what he was doing. He was just, just out. They're changing outfits so quickly. Um, and, uh, oh, and Carson comes in and he's like, <laughs> I don't know why Lord Grantham was like, no, everyone who was involved needs to stay because yeah. Carson's like, okay, thanks, Bates. And, uh, you guys can leave. And Lord Grantham's like, no, if, if, if you can tell me what's going on, you could tell everyone in this room. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, it's just convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we kind of, we kind of learn we kind of learn what's happening. Um, I, I just got to the part where he kind of like explains it. Do we want to just play it? Yeah, yeah, you should play it. All right, all right, here we go. But who is he? Will you tell him or shall I? His name is Charles Grigg. We worked together at one time. Oh, I'm a little more than that, aren't I, Charlie? Well, I brothers him and me. We are not like brothers. We were a double act. On the alls. You were on the stage? <laughs> Carson, is this true? <laughs> it is, my lord. The cheerful Charlies. That's what they called us. I like those little tap. We did quite well, yeah. didn't we? Until you couldn't keep your hands out of the till. Would you like us to go, Mr. Carson? No. You know it now. No. Might as well bear witness to my shame. <laughs> bear witness to my shame. So basically, this guy, like, uh, he said, couldn't keep away from the till. Is that like a drinking problem or something, or a gambling problem or something? Yeah, like he just couldn't. <clears throat> he couldn't stop himself from like stealing money and shit. Okay, so Carson obviously went a different path, and this guy just kind of stayed a skis ball. Yeah. Um, and so he came to Carson, basically threatening him to, um, to reveal that he was a a singer and dancer on the stage. Yeah, and like asked him for him. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, asked him for money, but he wouldn't give him money, so he just gave him food instead and like a place to stay. Um, and um, and let's see. Yeah, and then he... Carson like does it, and he steals those apples to give to him. He doesn't give any money to him. And yeah, because he knew like, he knew he'd be back if he gave him Downton. money. <laughs> you know, he was like, I'm a and I was like, I'm so ashamed. You should hate me forever. Just I'll accept my resignation. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and then um, Lord Grantham, who's like kind of a sweetheart, is just like, okay, uh, I'm gonna give you twenty bucks, and you're not gonna ever come back here, like ever again. Um, which is a great deal because Lord Grantham is a great person. Yeah, and. Um, <clears throat> And the guy's like, the guy's like, don't try and like force me out. Like, don't tell me what to do. And then like Lord Grantham basically like gives him a death threat or something. Yeah, like, like, just go away. I will, I will hurt you. I will personally ensure your conviction for theft and theft and back blackmail. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah. So he completely threatens him, and you know what? He can. And he says, you you think you're such a big man, don't you? Just because you're a lord, you think you can do what you want with me? And then. Lord Grantham's like, I think it because it's true. And he gives him some, uh, some pounds. He gives him 20 pounds. And it's like, yeah. Oh, yep. which I mean, this guy was totally in the wrong. 
uh, should not have been trying to get money out of out of Carson for his own for his own misfortune um, and his own bad deeds mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. bothering this family. Yeah. So and, uh, thank God he's gone. Him and his little tweed suit and bowler hat. Yeah, and we got uh, we got Anna and Bates walking real cute down the stairs. Yeah, looking real looking real cute. They're they're really sweet. Um, they're joking about the cheerful Charlies because they're the only ones that know. And, yeah. and you know, uh, Bates is like, "Well, doesn't this make you think differently of him now?" And Anna's like, "No, like Carson's still a great guy, yeah, and, uh, and a great boss. Like, why would this make me think any differently?" And yeah, it's really cute that they're. This is like they're they're bonding. Yeah. And uh, is this the is the the hospital part next, or do we have a little bit more? It looks like Violet and Cora are talking about lawyers again. What are they talking um, about? I think they're just talking about the the whole like uh, situation again with the heir and and Matthew and and how Mary doesn't really like him. Yeah. Um, and then they okay, talk they about are talking about Isabel. Violet. Yeah, and the whole like fact that Violet is really sorry that. Um, Isabel like getting really into the, the 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 hospital and like her opinions about how it should be run, um, and and obviously Violet does not like that. Oh yeah, because right here she tells her like, oh well, I told the doctor to to get rid of her and she, that she's not allowed back, and she's like, oh mm-hmm. really? Because I saw her walking very very determined towards the hospital <laughs> today, and yeah. so Violet's like, yeah. what? And she like what? gets up, she gets yes. up and leaves immediately. Did um, you see that awesome tea thing that she has on, that she pours her tea with? Yeah, it, like, that? tilts. It, like, yeah. tilts, and she, like, pours a lot of it. It was so cool. It's a teapot that, like, you can tilt forward and pour your tea out of. I fucking want one of those. Dude, right? <laughs> <laughs> so cool. It is cool. I dig it. Um, so it looks like she had ordered a bottle of of adrenaline. And the doctor's like, fuck it, let's try it. <laughs> yeah, because he respects her. It's like, he can't do anything about it. Like, she is respectable in the terms of, like, yeah, she was a nurse and her husband was a doctor. Like, she knows a lot of stuff. Yeah. And the size of this doctor uh, really, really went out to help her and have her back. Because um, he's like, he's like, well, if this goes to shit, we'll go to shit together. And, uh, yeah. and so now they're... They're about to do the procedure, which was which was pretty gross to watch. It was, and I'm um, I'm not really gonna explain it, but um, no, I mean, because uh, I, I explained it earlier, and uh, and that's basically what what they do. It's pretty gross, and we get and and you know, it's crazy because Violet sticks around and watches the whole thing. It's it's great. She's she's like she's kind of disgusted, but she's there. She she watches it, and the guy wakes up and. You know, she's kind of like, it is like, okay, it could have been worse, I guess. Um, well, yeah, and she's obviously never been in a hospital before because she just, she like almost pukes or like faints or something. And it's like, why it's, are you, yeah. why are you like in charge of this hospital when you have, when you have no experience in here? And, uh, and good thing is his, his wife was here because she was like, you know, give him a chance. Like if this is, if this yeah. is a shot. He's going to die anyway. You might as well. Yeah. <laughs> then just like please try anything. Like at this point, we need to try something. Yeah. And uh, and oh, they do the thing. They do they it. Do, um, they do and it. And then afterwards, all the men are talking. So we've got Matthew and the doctor and Robert, and they're all discussing 
Um, the idea that maybe it would be good if uh, Isabel became the chairman of the board so that she can, the president of the, the board, so that she can she can choose uh, what happens and, and um, oh, that yeah, she yeah, can yeah. share the responsibilities um, as Violet so they will be equal. Yeah, exactly. Because right now, like, Violet is, she is the only, like, they can only get approvals from her. And uh, this will at least help them you know, be a bit more progressive and uh, and open-minded. Yeah, and then I'm going to play this, this conversation between Robert and Matthew now. Okay. About your scheme for restoring the estate cottages, you don't mind my interfering? My dear fellow, I brought you here to interfere. In fact, why don't you stay for dinner and we'll talk about it. We'll send out to Mosley for your clothes. I'd better not. My mother's expecting me. In fact, I've been meaning to speak to you about Marsley. Oh? Would you find me very ungrateful if I dispensed with his services? Why? Has he displeased you in some way? Not at all. It's simply that he's superfluous to our style of living. Is that quite fair? To deprive a man of his livelihood when he's done nothing wrong? Well, I wouldn't quite put it. Your mother derives satisfaction from her work at the hospital, I think. Some sense of self-worth. Certainly. Would you really deny the same to poor old Mosley? And when you are master here, is the butler to be dismissed or the footman? How many maids or kitchen staff will be allowed to stay? Or must every one be driven out? We all have different parts to play, Matthew. And we must all be allowed to play them. Well said, Robert. Very well said. And you know what? Matthew needed to hear it. Because he's he being a dick. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he's being self-righteous, and it just is like, and 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 completely disrespectful. Yeah, and just unnecessary. I mean, come on. So we got the we got the lady the the gross sisters getting dressed for probably the uh, for the the chairman ceremony, yeah. right? And they're so cute like, outfits too. They're so cute. Yeah, they're like little vests with skirt outfits, and I love I love. I love all of them, actually. Like, I really yeah. like uh, how Edith is just kind of, like, open, more like a vest. Mm-hmm. And then um, Sybil's has, like, a cute little hood in the back and a cute little, like, embroidery, like, uh, belt in the middle. And it's like a sky blue. Oh, you know me and my sky blue, dude. I love dude, sky blue. You would look so good in Edith's outfit right now, honestly. In Edith's outfit? Is it like mm-hmm. a is it like salmon? Like mm-hmm. an orange? Oh, I S- meant Sybil. Sam- excuse me. Oh, Sybil. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. rock Sybil's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, really nice. Um, yeah. And then they're, they're going to be going to the ceremony. Everybody's going to the ceremony, which is crazy. I don't know why everybody's going to the ceremony, but they're all going to instate um, Isabel as the chairman of the board. I think they, well, it looks like Mrs. Hughes, want, Miss Hughes wants to go so she can look at Violet's face when, yeah. when, when she gets appointed because... Uh, and, and that might be just be, I mean, it's, it's something exciting that's happening to the family and you know, it's, it's talk of the town. So why not, <laughs> why not go experience it? It's just really cute. Cause everybody's in the same room. Like I really enjoy that all the like downstairs people are like in the same like situation as the upstairs people, you know, like the same kind of like, um, town event. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's cute. 
And then this cute little, oh, so we find out that William kind of has a crush on Daisy. Ah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. He's like, he's like asking her if, if like he can sit next to her at the, or walk with her or something. Like he, he asks yeah. for something. He says he, and, can, uh, he can walk with her. Yeah. And she's just like, well, we're all going to walk over together. And he's Is like, Thomas okay. Going? <laughs> oh yeah, it's Thomas yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then Missa Patmore is like, stop, stop flirting. She's like, I wasn't flirting. He's nothing like Thomas. Yeah, it's, it's super clear. And then, oh, and um, then we have uh, Matthew and Mosley. Yeah, Matthew and Mosley. So Matthew lets Mosley pick his other um, cuffs. And he's, he's like, sir, your, your dusty, crusty uh, cufflinks. And he's like, no, let's pick out some nice ones for the occasion. Dusty, crusty cufflinks. <laughs> <laughs> there, yep, that's William Dusty Cruffy Crusty Cufflinks Crawley. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. I'm so sorry. I just Dusty William and Matthew Dusty are like the cufflinks. same name to me. I cannot like to they me look they're the same. same. They're like the same. Guy. I know. There's so many they're white people the in this show. Yeah. Like, which yeah. white person are we talking about now? Exactly. Oh, my god. Oh, God. So, yes, Matthew Dusty Crusty Cufflinks. Um, <laughs> Crawley. He... Crawley, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, funny. Um, and I think, I don't know what he was talking about. Oh, I think Carson thought that, you know, Bates and Anna would have told everyone about his cheerful Charlies or something. Um, already, and he has it, and Carson's like, thanks, because Thomas would never let me live it down. <laughs> <laughs> Same! I mean, it's just great. Like, honestly, it's fantastic. I, it's crazy that no one else like, found out about this because of how fast things spread in Downton, you know? I know, exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure someone was there, like, someone should have been there overhearing it. Like, I know, I, don't... I know. Like, no one else, just, everybody else is gone conveniently. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so we're here at the ceremony, and, uh, everyone's got these, like, smirky faces on, yeah, and Violet is yeah. not happy. No. Um, but, uh, but it's Mary still, uh... next to Matthew. Yeah, she does not look happy <laughs> next to him. And, and Maggie Smith's face, like, the faces that she makes, I mean, they're just, she's so... She's so funny. <laughs> she's so funny. She's always, like, angling her head down, like, lifting her eyes up, like... I'm not doing anything wrong. She's so funny. Yeah, she's like she's like a bird. Like she just like, looks she like moves her head around like really like just sporadically. Yeah. Um she's, she's yeah. iconic. Let's see. Oh yeah, then Oh, I guess we missed uh whatever. I mean we we talked about the letter being from being from a dude. So Mary Oh, that's when Mary and Edith kinda have like a quick conversation, like, oh well yes. you can have you about- can have Matthew. <laughs> I want, um, what's his name? Genesee? No. Jennifer? What? What's the the name of the guy? Evelyn! 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 (laughs) Evelyn! Yes, which, um, there is gonna be some, some fun stuff with Evelyn. Oh, so we do actually get to meet him? I believe so. I I remember. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, that is episode two. Nothing really, uh, nothing really preluding to the next, to the next episode. So we're just gonna have to, gonna have to see. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully Evelyn's in the next episode. That'd be, that'd be cool. Um, 
to yeah. kind of, and, and that'd be cool if uh, if he made if he made Matthew jealous, <laughs> that could be a that could be fun. I, um, I'm stoked. <clears throat> yeah, lots of things to look forward to in uh, episode three. So uh, we want to get to the uh, get to the rating. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought this episode was pretty fun. Like, I, I thought it was a pretty standard episode of Downton. Um, mm-hmm. definitely not annoying, but I thought it was no. a little bit better than the first episode, actually. So, I'm gonna give this one seven crusty cufflinks out of ten. Dang it, you took, you took my thing, Alison. I'm not gonna think of another one. Um. <laughs> I knew it! <sighs> All right, I'm gonna. Maybe I shouldn't take that one. No, it's okay, man. You can say it Um, as as long as it's being said. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be kind of close to you. I'm gonna give it like a six point five, um, six point five Evelyn letters out of ten. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Letters from a admirer. Yeah, letters from an admirer. Yeah, and uh, that's episode two. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you have any comments about the episode that you'd like to share with us, please leave them below on SoundCloud or on Facebook. Just search All by the Popcorn and like our page. Or you can email us uh, with, along with other suggestions of future episodes you'd like us to, to have, uh, like movies to talk about or shows to eventually do once we finish Downton, even though we just got started. So mm. don't overwhelm us. Um, I'll, but you I'll can... i that now, Emily. T- t- I, I regret, regret bringing it up. Um, <laughs> uh, but you can email us either way just to say hello uh, at allbythepopcorn at gmail.com or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you need notifications on uh, future episodes that we release... Um, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter at by the popcorn and Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast. And, uh, you can leave a review for our little show. You can rate and review our show that we have here. It helps others to find us. And, uh, you can do that on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, or Stitcher. And we also have merch and we have a YouTube channel. Just search all by the popcorn podcast and, follow that we hope to use that more in the future maybe with some live recordings or Mm -hmm. i don't know other things uh currently we're just posting audio of all of our previous episodes but uh we hope to use more that more of that in the future Mm -hmm. well thanks for uh, listening everybody yeah thanks for listening stay inside stay safe stay healthy And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 